All right, welcome back to the best thing you watch this week. Chris has got some great stuff to talk about. I might have some great stuff to talk about. <laughs> this week uh, follows a similar formula as we've done for the last two years, but we're going to be adding in our Christmas movies as it's now Christmas month and we can be silly. Not that we're not silly, but be silly with Christmas movies and uh, we can review silly Christmas movies because that's what we do mostly on this. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. Uh, they mostly come at night. The weird. They do puns <laughs> so if you've been following us for like over two years thank you have amount however amount of time you've been following us we really appreciate your time i'm not gonna waste too much time uh, like with all the 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 stuff that like what we do i think you can check it out in the description you can see our formula but we talk movies audio stuff on the audio stuff wherever you listen to audio podcasts that we're on there and we do exclusive audio content on that we also have a Patreon that's going really strong. Someone just signed up to our biggest tier, which is the Nick Cage tier, which is crazy, which means we have to do more work. Whose idea was this, Chris? Yours. <laughs> yes, it was right. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take that one. But Chris always starts with a movie quiz, and then you'll give us some new ones once you've told us the answers. So uh, who won? Um, uh, Chris Redslaff. Yes. Yes. Yep. Ah. Yep. And and red comet and, and red comet. I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Nostromo because for whatever reason YouTube grabbed his comments from like the last three weeks what? and tossed them in the spam folder. So what? they just didn't show up. They just disappeared. What yeah, did he? What so <laughs> contingency that he like? What string of letters that he put together that YouTube went? Mm -mm. Nope. Oh, it was nothing but profanity. I mean, it was just a string it. of Ugh. Australian dirty. Watch your mouth out. Just, yeah, exactly. It was. It was all about kangaroo stuff and everything and weird. It was. I don't know. No, no. But he did get some right from previous weeks. So Nostromo, apologies for YouTube being wonky there. I think we've sorted it out. We'll okay. find out though. Um, but uh, last week the answers: Shooter, The Martian, mm. and Ant Man. Right. You don't know the tie, do you? No. It's not the director. I don't know nope. the actor. Michael That's Pena. Michael Pena's in Shooter? Yeah, he's FBI. Uh, oh, he's the guy that comes he, to recruit him. Right? No, he comes to investigate him. Oh, right. And then he gets, and then he finds out about him and he, he he's the one at the end. Like, do you trust me? Yeah. With your life? Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't click. Huh. You it's time to rewatch that one. The Mark Wahlberg shooter. Yeah, yeah. Not the series. Okay. No, no, no. But I got huh. the van. <laughs> yeah. So okay, but I got the van. <laughs> Luis is one of the best characters in the MCU. I'm telling you, he, he is. Every movie, <laughs> every movie should start out with a recap by him. <laughs> and the fact that they didn't have him for the new Ant Man basically is the reason why that movie didn't work. Oh. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You had a minute. Yeah. It would have been so much better. Add, added some human interaction mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you got some new ones? I do. I cool. do. And it's got a theme. Right. Um, it, does it have a theme? What's the theme? Well, I don't know. You're the one that did it. I'm going to have... Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to remember what the theme was. I don't remember what the theme was. Uh, oh, I know what the theme is. I yeah, know what the theme is. Okay, sure you okay. Do. Yeah. Okay. Number one, I've read your file. 
I've also read your dog file, so let's cut the crap, shall we? This whole hungover, show up late, don't know which way is up act, I'm not buying it. I trust you about as far as I can throw you. Your dog file? Okay. In my country, if you don't matter to the men in power, you do not matter. It is so different in your country. Okay. Martini. Chin. Not vodka, obviously. Stirred for 10 seconds while glancing at an unopened bottle of vermouth. Thank you. <laughs> nice. I think <laughs> people might, with the third one, might be able to backtrack on the first two. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It's The second not- one I read, the, I've not seen the movie, I've only read the book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let us know. In the comments, uh, give a little bit of space so that everybody has the opportunity to guess. We'll give you the shout out next week. If you get them all, Ruben, what is your question? Chris, what character sounds can you make that uh, people will have to guess what they are and where they're from? For example, uh, Chewbacca. (laughs) My daughter can do that so well. I can't do that. Uh, it's getting worse (laughs) (laughs) character sounds Mm. um (laughs) see that gives it away because you're saying (laughs) the name i know i know (laughs) um i don't know um oh 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 wait that's a great one yeah i like that yeah i get that um do you know that one um, i think i know that one yeah that's a uh, that's a tv show and it's old. I'm, I'm going to do an animated TV show. Everybody okay. should get this. That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. Oh, that's funny. The, the bummer is nobody's going to be able to re- reply. They used to be. The, YouTube talked about at one point being able to send video replies. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it was just from creators back back to commenters or if it was both ways, mm. but that would be funny. Well, you could reply on our uh, Facebook page. Do we have a Facebook page? We don't have a Facebook page. Uh, don't do that then. Uh, Twitter, you can uh, do little videos on, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, best We Watched. Yeah, at Best We Watched. There. Just uh, let us, you can reply with a video or your own, get us to try and... I uh, guess what sounds that would be fun. <laughs> you are making. <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, that's what about this? You're one big beaver, eh? That's like a sound with a dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. No. Okay. You, it's, you've stumped. It's an me. underrated uh, gem. Okay. Hmm. Or if I said, uh, "Is alive." I can't say the first. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> because that's it gives it totally away at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's start. Enough of this nonsense. Sweet. Okay. You go first. You want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Um, 
Godzilla minus one. I'm not even going to beat around the bush. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, so we saw this, uh, me and my boys t- saw this on um, at a fan event. So we bought tickets and saw it on a the biggest, we didn't see it in IMAX, uh, but we saw it on a Cinema X, Cinemark XD screen. So it's a, it's much yeah. larger, big sound, everything like that, you know. And um, like I said in my review, this is actually the first time ever that I've cared about the human element within a Godzilla story. Yeah, because that's always what we we say in the Godzilla movies. Like, get rid of the human element. The story is so convoluted and just, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm here for, I'm here to watch the kaijus just d- destroy everything. Well, I am here for that in this mm. movie, but I'm also incredibly invested in the characters. Like, I mean, I, there's a point where as we get towards the climax, it's obvious it's predictable. And even within that, I still felt a huge sense of suspense and anxiety because I didn't want the outcome that I didn't think was going to come to actually happen. And so it, I mean, because we follow it's post-war world war two, Japan, you know, Mm. and we're following a damaged guy, this, uh, this, he's a kamikaze pilot who chickened out. Mm. So, we get to see ramifications of when he returns to Japan and how he's viewed, you know, um, sorry, he didn't throw your life away. Yeah. Well, because that's an honor, right? It was an honor to be chosen to, to be a kamikaze pilot. Um, and so again, the, um, the culture being collective, not individual. Yeah. You know, um, this, (laughs) <laughs> we start out with a Godzilla who's not, he's big, but he's not big, big. Huh. And it looks great. I mean, the effects, I I think some of it was practical. I mean, it just looks practical. It doesn't look CGI. Wow. There are CGI elements to it yeah. at some point, but a lot of this, it's, it's not. Um, there is a scene it's probably in a trailer too, but when Godzilla's in the water and like the military is going, like they're getting ready to clash, Godzilla pops up. So just like this is out of the water, mm. dude, the eyes are freaky <laughs> because they have a human-like quality to them oh. and it's, it's unsettling <laughs> because you look at it and you can, it's not like dead eye lizard mm. type of look. It's really like. There is anger here. You Amazing. know, there is a, yeah. yeah and it's like a like, big Charizard's oh. really upset. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the atomic breath scene was outstanding because he, <laughs> there's a new thing that he does Okay. in this one. Yeah. You know, we've seen it, um, the blue glow, yeah, yeah. you know, and everything else, but there's more that goes with it. Nice. <laughs> You're like. You know, it just sets up the anticipation. Um, is the, the story whole, good? The story is wonderful. It, um, and this is not the one where, you know, Godzilla is trying to help humanity. Right, this is the original way he's just destroying the city. <laughs> exactly. He's a okay. pissed off monster. Yeah. Um, so we don't are know you it, rooting for Godzilla in this or you're not? No, you're not. He's, okay. he's the antagonist in this. I mean, he is the villain. Mm. Um, which is, uh, which is crazy too, because like 
I think it's because the people we care so much about, Mm. you know, if we didn't know the people, I think it might be less emotional, less, less uh, connective Mm. because here we're watching over the course of a couple of years, we're watching Japan rebuild itself. Mm. And after world war two, you know, I mean, it's decimated and it's taking a long time. And even when we see it, uh, towards the end of the movie where it's had several years to start to rebuild, I mean, it's not anywhere near, uh, you know, like fixed and polished and everything else. I mean, it's, it's still run down in a lot of areas. Um, there's a, there's a family element in this, mm. which I think is brilliant because it's not actually family, but it is family. Mm. Um, and it's not family, you know, it's not, it's <laughs> not Vin Diesel there. Yeah, exactly. The, it, um, so we, we follow this guy's story and the progression of him, how he then, he first sees Godzilla when Godzilla is not big, big. Mm. And then he's out trying to help. He gets a job to clear mines, sea mines <laughs> around. I thought Japan. you joke. Godzilla gets a job. My brain was so, like, what? He did. What, what, what's wrong with that? Everybody's got to work, right? He's, Over he's, there, Godzilla. He's out there with it. Yeah, Sit. he's over there. Okay. <laughs> I got a mind. Sorry. You know? Okay. So the guy gets a job. The guy, the- guy gets a job right. clearing sea mines and there's a Jaws like part in it because you have him and a couple of other people on this boat and the, you know, there, there's a scene not on the boat, but they're getting drunk and they're, you know, they're talking around and stuff like that. And it reminded of me of yeah. Jaws. And so it was great. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't cheesy. By any means, um, the only thing for me that kept this from being like the perfect movie, like the, you know, just five out of five Mm. was I felt a lull in the middle a little bit. Okay. Uh, because we, we see Godzilla and then there's a long portion of just, uh, character building, which is great. It's not, it's not that it's just, there was, there was a part where it was just kind of like, Hmm. Okay, I'm I'm starting to feel like a drag in the pace a little bit. Mm. And then it picks back up and it's, I mean, it's great. The whole thing. I mean, it is this, now that I've, now that I've thought about it even more, because I saw it like on Tuesday or something like that, I think this is my favorite Godzilla movie ever. Interesting. So mine at the moment is Gods and Monsters. Um, Oh, King of the Monsters? King of the Monsters, yeah. with that's all the kaiju and it looks beautiful and the pacing was much better. That was, that was my favorite. Interesting. Um, okay. Uh, it's a, I think it's a different type of movie though, because here Godzilla is the, or in that one, Godzilla is the hero. Right. Right. And it's, it, this is and it's, just people trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is a, I mean, there's real danger and peril here. And I mean, there was a point where he just goes God mode and you're, you're like, <laughs> and we all, I mean, everybody laughed because it was abrupt and it was so visually awesome. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And so it's, yeah, this, you had mentioned that this doesn't come out into the, in the UK until what, the 15th? Yeah. Oh, that is, I'm sorry. That is unfortunate. This, cause we were, we recently watched, uh, Shin Godzilla. Hmm. And while I appreciated some of that, 
that is a very slow movie. Yes. It's it's so much about the government and their response and building and all it's of that It's not really stuff what you want from a Godzilla movie. No. This one, way better. The aesthetics are just beautiful. The set designs. I mean, the whole thing. Like, we, we are transported to post-war Japan. And, um, you know, watching the, these people just try and rebuild their lives and... <laughs> then met with another disaster. <laughs> and when Godzilla, I mean, comes out of the water and then starts attacking the city, one of the cities, I mean, it's just, it's decimating everything, you know, and it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's wonderful. It's Woo! outstanding. <laughs> and then, you know, and then that's not even the big fight. So it's, it, yeah. Um, nice. It, it, there's a moment. No. There's a, there's an in credits, but it's not a scene. We were also, I mean, everybody was sitting there because you just hear it's all audio. Oh. Um, so you don't need to stay for it, but I don't know why you wouldn't if you're a Godzilla <laughs> fan because right. of the sounds that we get. So they might be con <laughs> continuing their own universe. The, I could see a continuation from this point. Right. Um, my guess would be that it would be, you know, we would jump a bunch in years. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it all makes sense too. Like I, there's no backstory on where Godzilla really came from. Don't need He's it. just there. They had Never talked about. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he just, he exists. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We just and, have to deal with the monster that's in our world now. That's yeah, the story. Yeah. 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 But it does explain how he becomes big, big and how he has atomic breath. Right. And that's outstanding. So cool. Yeah. This nice. one um, I can't I, wait. I can't yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm it's so made me want to go you. back and watch all the like the other monster like from Kong and, and watch them in order. And oh kinda, yeah. Yeah. Because that could be a fun watch. Yeah, I and I, it'll be funny because I think you'll you'll be so much more disappointed in those when you Once see I've this one minus from one. a character standpoint, right? Right, because yeah. you care about <clears throat> all these, you know, all these people <laughs> versus like, come on, Godzilla, take them out, <laughs> eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. all right. What's uh, what's on your list? Okay, so by far the best thing I watched this week is a movie that I somehow had missed. Um, I don't think we got a cinematic release here in the UK, or if you did, it would have been hard to find. Uh, but I saw it was like on specials being sold really cheaply on Prime uh, Video in the UK at least. So I got that. Um, if I said to you, um, I am one with the Force and the Force is one in the Force is with me. Do you know who that character is from Star Wars? That's Donnie, uh, Donnie Yen Donnie from Yen. Uh, Rogue One. Yeah, so this is a um, Donnie Yen okay. directing, acting, and producing. Um, obviously, there's a few other producers and loads of other actors, but he's like one of the main protagonists. It's called Sakura, uh, or its original title, Tin Lung Bat Bo. So we'll go with Sakura. It's, how, how do you spell that? Uh, S-A-K-R-A. So when a respected martial artist is accused of killing, he goes around in search of answers about his own mysterious origin and the unknown enemies working to destroy him. So I watched an interview with him talking about this movie. He's done so many kind of fantasy-esque martial art movies that he wanted to 
grounded he wanted to go back into the, the original costumes period piece uh mm. <laughs> what's funny though <laughs> is that he says grounded but he's grounded my grounded are very different because <laughs> this would put crouching tiger to shame there's a hell of a lot of flying wire work use of um chi force powers that's what i'm going to call them i mean at stages he's doing things like with waves where he's making people he's, he's flattening them with his chi like they're just hitting the deck and then he's raising them up again so he can slash him or he can like do a wave of like right so he's doing like basically jedi stuff uh along with his martial arts the thing is that he spends a long time there's like 40 minutes of the film which spends kind of showing us how great he is what he's built himself up to be the leader of a gang and how he loses mm. everything from his loved ones to those that he cares about in various ways whether they're dead or he just loses like the, the whatever in his life i don't want to go into too much details just there's a big tra tragedy a tragedy like abba uh, event that sets up the movie for the revenge and revenge plot line as well as the sort of detective line is like who's done this to him and why they've done this to him uh, and then we go on that journey he's also trying to rescue someone that he comes across using his own um like chi to keep her alive so he's slightly weakened because uh, he's trying to keep her alive oh, and so uh -huh. you have a rescue mission you have a journey mission you have the discovery mission and then you get those amazing effects with Donnie Yen. I don't know if you've ever seen a, a proper Donnie Yen movie, but you know, not just Star Wars, but see him fight. He's up there, if not like with the best, like uh, Jackie Chan, Jet Li. For me at the moment, it's Donnie Yen. The speed at which he moves and fights is incredible. But what I like about it is it's fast, but you kind of see it, right? It's not so fast that you don't. So it's fast, but you understood that that guy just got hit six times seriously quickly uh the people that he, he fights with there's often moments in this film where it's let's put him on a, a stand like a blood sport in an arena and have mm. hordes of different gangs of various types and just have him fight them <coughs> and so he's good but he's not like immortal sure, uh, sure so you feel peril for him you feel upset that uh He's had to go through this and wondering why they've done this to him. There's a love story in here. It's got all the elements. And it ends on a place where it's finished the arc of this story, but setting up for the next part. So there's, he's going to do a number two. Uh, so the costumes are period, and it does look amazing. But seriously, uh, it's so well done. I haven't seen one that's it's period, but it's like now in a long time that feels like mm. it fits it ticks all those boxes between if you're a martial art lover uh love wire work but done well like only they can do it well um reminded me a little bit of like that star wars you know the force with the matrix i was like if you want to know where the matrix got inspired from it's these type of films but only the ones that do it well <laughs> uh yeah this was good it was very good <clears throat> this is outstanding. Yeah, it's um in the US. It's on Peacock okay. right now. Right. So I've already added it to my list. I oh, see so you Thank don't you. need to pay for it even. It's just a part of the no, subscription. It's, yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean you're paying it, the subscription. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um 
Well, and don't forget, I mean, we just saw him in uh, John Wick 4. Yeah. Doing he it was, blind, which was Yeah, and he was incredible in that. Yeah, I yeah. loved his character. Uh, well, I was watching the- Totally. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, this is all Donnie Yen all the time. But <sighs> yeah. The, the trailer's playing on IMDb and- Dude, he's got like, I love that there's the, um, I don't think it's a higher frame rate. It looks like maybe the higher shutter speed so that you can see, like it removes some of the blur. And so you get. (laughs) See, this is what we moan about in action all the time. If you've choreographed a piece, let us see it. Don't cut it to death. This one, you get to see it. And and that's, that's all I want. Show me the beauty of the choreographed scene, a, a hero fighting hordes of guys. Give me a reason to to root for him. I mean, it w- I would have anyway. It's Donnie in, but like the story, the story. This was good. Like I, I was like, wow, I am so glad I found this. I I don't even know how you came across this because it like in the U, I think it came out in January of 2023. So yeah, so this just th- flew by me. Uh, it just I'd never even completely heard of it yeah just propped up on streaming services. No one had talks about. It. It's like why this is awesome, <laughs> dude. This looks so much fun. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. nice. Okay, cool. Rock What's on. next on your list? Uh, for me, uh, Slow Horses season three. Okay, yeah, um, this is on this my is list awesome. as well. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. cool, cool. Well, it's you know it's it's off of the um, the Mick Heron book, uh, Real Tigers. Yes. And so again, we're following Slough House, and you've got you know everybody, Gary Oldman. I think, <laughs> I think he stopped. They don't even give him script anymore. <laughs> He's just hobo just, Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah, I mean he. It's good lord, like him burping, farting, just insulting everybody. And yet still being the smartest guy in the room. Oh my gosh. Always. Like he knows his job, right? He's, he's, they say something and he's like, yeah, but we're doing this instead because of this. And you're like, what? Yeah, he's so many if, steps ahead. If you ahead. know all that, why don't you include your team, damn it? Stop being a douchebag. <laughs> the amount of contempt he has for oh, everybody. Everyone. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's just, except for Standish. Right? Oh, yeah. Like there is this special bond there. And we've saw in, in the last season some of why, because of some of the regret and the guilt that he mm. has. Um, you know, especially as it ties into uh River's grandfather. Yeah. Um but I was uh this one, first off, to have Sope Dirisu um join the cast from Gangs of London. <laughs> I didn't dude, know. Like I didn't Elliot know he there. was in this. I like so when I didn't he, know it either. I was like, dude, I know that dude. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, and he had he had the bigger hair, yeah. so it was kind of like, is it? Or, am I watching Gangs of? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it's just like because you look exactly like your character Elliot, you know, and oh man no so i liked him in this a lot Mm. because he brought a big complication yeah and yet i could get behind him yeah he's kind of sort of a bad guy but you understand why he's doing it so you're just sort of rooting for him i mean i definitely was yeah 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 it was all it was a noble quest even though what he's doing may not be totally noble you know or how he gets there i think I mean, it's easy to root for these guys because 
we live in a world now where we're so we don't trust our our governments we don't trust our yeah. police forces those in charge with power it's so easy to think well they they are up to no good like and so this story kind of plays on that that those like mi5 is there's something there that they need to you know fish out of the dark recesses of a a file warehouse that keeps all the secrets that nobody's ever going to know about you know the ark of the government's in there somewhere it's that <laughs> it's that sort of thing I gotta say though, the guy that looks after the warehouse in this, hilarious. He's such an interesting character. And following that, this series is brutal. It is very like yeah. I don't think. I mean, there have been deaths in the other seasons. This one though was it wow. ramped it amped up. It like it started off not slow, but it just started off like this is what the story's gonna be. And I was like, Oh, interesting yeah. where they're going with it. And then something happens at Slough House and I was like, Oh, that's a I, that's how they're including the Slough House people. And then it just gets more intense, more intense and brutal in places. And I was like, surely someone's gonna rescue that person now and they're like, Nope. And then surely someone's not gonna let that go so far. Nope. <laughs> I was like, damn. Um the action in this is excellent as well. It was, yeah. I mean, so much uh, more gunplay, first mm. off, than we normally see. We've not see. seen like, the whole team really kind of put into action. We see little bits here and there with them. But this, yeah, really felt like an inclusive this time they're actually on mission. They they didn't, they barely spent any time in the house. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. And there was, uh, I like seeing more of the interactions, too. You know, because we get now Roddy outside of his um, his computer, which doesn't a, make me like him anymore. What a character! But he's just he he's like the opposite of Jackson Lamb. Like yeah. he's so rude and abrasive, but he's also not the smartest guy. He really is. Although he is really like he's what, very talented. He's, he's tech. He knows that. Yeah. But any other decision he makes, you have to worry. <laughs> Well, and you just, you Stoked. like, it's very hard to even like him at all, even when he's right or something, because he's so, there's something about how he plays it, which is genius, by the yeah, way. I mean, yeah. the way that he plays the character to make, to make me so repulsed by him. It's like, and yet, uh, the, it's know. like the perfect explanation of this character is when Lamb sees his car and he's just like, <laughs> It's like, okay, <laughs> you shut his, up. His car says everything about who he is as a, as a person. Uh, it's just like, oh my, yeah. Uh, I feel the anime pain. screen and with the, um, with the, the anime, um, <laughs> GPS and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. It's like, oh, oh. dude. But this one, I mean, there was, uh, there was a good amount of tension that oh. I felt, you know, because it. I think because they amped up the violence and they, <laughs> not everybody was safe, that then yeah. you actually felt like, oh, well, somebody else might die, you know, that we care about. Because mm. cause in season two, that's what they did. And I was like, wait a minute, what? I was just starting to like this dude. And yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but. Not but anymore. Season yeah no exactly uh season four is uh they it was already announced when they announced season but they three. do a little trailer at the end i think that's not spoilers yeah. but at the end of the yeah. the six 
episode mm-hmm. yeah and i was like that's filmed like that's a trailer that's all done that's they've, yeah. they've done it already i i love that i because at the end of season two they also did that yeah right i don't think they did it at the end of season one i think they weren't, they weren't sure. sure if they were going to yeah. renew it but then when they did season two that's when we knew they did the trailer for three and then announced that four was coming so and I, th- this and is- I think we still have another season coming because they, I think they renewed it immediately for two and then they said, oh, we're going to do another one after that. So, and there's, there's possibilities for more. There's like 11, 12 books. Like, oh, I don't know if he has that many on, on the, on Slough House. I All mean, right. Mick Heron has a whole bunch of books, but he has, yeah. I think they're like seven or eight. Okay. Total. Because some of them, they do two books and one, some is one. So it just depends on how they filter that in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this was uh, this was a great season. I th- I think this show just keeps getting better and better. This is my favorite season. Like I, I do. I think it's they f- they fits into their characters well now, and because of that, they don't need to lean on building anything. They can just get stuck into the story, and we can develop. You know, they can develop the characters more, and we can get to know them more on the journey rather than making like a separate thing. Yes, that that perfect way to say that. Yeah, because like think of the two. Um, Amy Fionn Edwards, the, um, Sylvia, is that her name? I don't remember her name. She, she, I just remember her, uh, from Luther. She was (laughs) in, um, season two of Luther, but, um, Jenny, uh, and, and then the other dude who has the gambling problem, she has Mm -hmm. the drug problem. He has the gambling problem. I mean, them two together, we got to know so much about them. Yeah. In amongst the action while they're doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That's the best way to develop a character. Don't dump exposition. If you want to do exposition, do it in movement. Uh, yeah. Very, very well done. Love it. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's a great choice. Um, okay, so for my next choice would have been Slow Horses. So we'll talk about... Uh, I don't... I mean, this is not necessarily on the best thing I watched, but you might have this one. So I will talk about... Um, <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> I've been really looking forward to talking about this one with you. Is this on the worst thing you watched this week? One of the three? It's one of them. Okay, this it's is one of the best things I watched. So, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about no. obliterated. <laughs> A new Netflix spy, not spy, uh, special forces team that's. People from all walks of life in different, uh, like army, navy branches, branches. Yeah. yeah. So they've come together to stop nuke a nuclear. A bad guy has got a nuclear warhead, and they're well in a suitcase, and they're going to sell it. Now it's so old school storyline that I said in my review, it definitely needed to be a film from the eighties. <laughs> you know, it's like Expendables yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. I like the idea. I like the idea of what it was going for. The Hangover, crazy characters. Uh, they're so out of it that, like, the fact that they can even shoot straight or make any sense. So that the amount of drugs that they take. Uh, it's Weekend at Bernie's crossed with Hangover, with um, yeah, I guess the Expendables and some eighties cheese. And so the reason it worked for me is because I grew up watching these cheesy american stuff uh in south africa that was the thing that i loved like and so now and i think this is partly i was I was trying to work out now the reason why i love this other stuff like reacher you know 
Uh, mm. I was thinking there was another <laughs> Netflix series uh, about a woman that was a spy, and you didn't like that either. In from the cold. Yeah, I think so. Probably that one. Where she and there had was, the special abilities built yeah. into her. And there was another yeah. one as well. There's been a few, like, where you just... The dialogue isn't particularly great, but the action is, like, fun. But it's also just... You really don't have to think while watching this one. It's as stupid as... But for me, I found it really funny. Like, the one of the, the chopper guy that didn't know he had taken drugs. The fact that he was hallucinating... Uh, like a gremlin thing that was talking to him and there's mm-hmm. there's moments that that really works for me uh, i thought that was really funny um uh, the torture scene with the penis uh i i, <laughs> I was i was like ah, no what are you doing there are moments that scattered was, throughout that was brutal yeah it was really very brutal. And, the, and there was a lot more nakedness <laughs> that i expected from men and women like they really go for it on the sex and stuff in this one like they don't shy away from it that surprised me uh it's like normally netflix try and dumb it down a bit on that because they wanted like a 15 or a wider audience they were totally going for an, an an older more nostalgic of what the 80s films used to bring like what they could get away with i i did appreciate that they were equal opportunity offenders. <laughs> like that we just don't have gratuitous female nudity, but you know, yeah. if you're going to show female, you show guy and every single one of the lead characters had some sort of nudity shown. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, uh, the, the dude's black dong was massive. <laughs> and I was like, the girl's response of like visual response. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, didn't think I was going to see that today, but here you go. <laughs> Uh, there were really funny action moments. That's what I, I like. They incorporated the action with some funny comedic moments. Now, it does drag and it doesn't need to be eight episodes. But my wife and I watched this not having to think at all. At the end of the day, we, you know, we've had a full day of whatever you're going through. We sat down, had our dinner, had our dessert and just watched. And I, I already can't remember half of it. So it's that forgettable. Mm. But I really enjoyed it at the same time. Uh, I watched your review and just laughed because it's like it, I agree with everything you're saying, but that's why I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I can respect that. I yeah. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes because it's mostly people just hating on it, which yeah, yeah, I think is course. deserved. Yeah. But <clears throat> a couple, it's weird too because a couple of the positive reviews that I saw were from people from non-American outlets interesting and i wonder if that's some of it because this is so like i could see this as trying to be the boys trying to i tried to watch it as a satire like oh, i couldn't take it seriously at all it's totally like a almost parody uh, yeah yeah but it's see, so it, out there it, it is but it it never has the actual bite <laughs> Those characters or can't be real. You will say you like who does that? Like Americans don't actually do that, right? Do they? You will say. Um, have you been seeing the news? Uh, no, I try to avoid the news. The the maggots are just um, <laughs> circling the bin. I don't know. Yeah, for? no, that's how it is. I mean, there was like like I said, like literally a circle jerk at the end. Yeah, because you have two people having sex. And as they get ready to climax, everybody else is shaking champagne and (laughs) popping the cork and it's coming out to the chance of USA. 
Yeah, that's why I thought it was it. It's a, like a parody. It's a joke, like a sort of um, what was the the stop motion? Uh, oh, the team, uh, team team America. America. Yeah, but see that that has like actual like satire has a point. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's it's it, it's pointing out ridiculousness and and really getting into why. And you didn't this, like any of the characters. Um, <laughs> no. I love that you really have to think about this. Okay. There's no, a, just, there's a twist on a character that I think they were pretending was smart that I knew <laughs> from, yeah. I literally turned to my wife and went, this person is this. Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> pretend, no, it's not. Oh, look, this person is worried now and they're blah, blah. And I said, nah, she's definitely that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you said, cause we had chatted before and you're like, okay, the first 20 minutes, get past the first 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I got to the end of episode one and my wife was like, do we have to watch more of this? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's give it, let's give it some more. You know, I was like, I, maybe it gets better. I don't know. We'll see. And she was like, <clears throat> pulls out her earbuds, puts them in, pulls up an audio book and starts listening. Brilliant. <laughs> Just, she's tapped out after one. Uh, and I then continue on. And I mean, okay, for, let, way, way, way too long. Maybe if this had been a movie, I might have in, hated it less. I'm not going to say enjoyed it more, but I hate, I would have hated it less. <laughs> mm. Um, because it just drug out. It was literally rinse and repeat. It was the exact same setup each episode. Mm. Just, you know, drug on and on and on. And there were a couple of times that I laughed. I'm going to give it credit. I mean, there were a couple of, you know, that I chuckled or that something was abrupt. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, fun. you know, uh, there was a couple of action scenes that mm. I thought were done really well. Mm. They, I mean, they, they blow away like some of the other better shows that we've seen that have just worse action or so many more edits to it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So but they it, needed much more of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I I just for me, some of it was just it's like oh this is disgusting because this is just showing the mirror of America, but like in the boys, they find the balance of that. It works well. Yeah. Well, and they they show. I mean, like at the end of season three in the boys. I mean, Homelander's look and his <laughs> whole. I mean, he's he's just gone now. He's like, I don't even care about you people anymore. I don't care about your opinion. Mm. That's where we are in America. True. Okay, we have people doing the craziest crap in government and people are like, that's it. That's the way you do it. Maybe that's why I'm just thinking how close you are to that stuff that goes on in mm -hmm. America. You can't see it as parody because it's too real. It's just like, this is what we live through. This is what these people are like. Well, and seeing it had it had a bite to it like the boys does, mm. where the boys actually recognizes that no, Homelander is not the hero. <laughs> Homelander is the villain. You know, this one though doesn't ever say they, these American idiots are the <laughs> they heroes. They just save the day somehow. Like, what government would still allow them to act and do the job the way they did? And what team leader? wouldn't say, okay, we're calling it quits because the arrogance of them saying that we're the best and we're the only team that could do this. Like you, this 100%, you, you have to put any sort of believability to a side and to be able to watch oh, this. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's. Also, 
at one stage, a character and a bad guy character fall down 20 flights and they shake uh-huh. it off like they're fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the sort of logic that's in this. Like, if I oh, wanted to, g- I could tear it to shreds. Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah. keep they get about they get back up and start fighting again, too. Yes, they do. That was yeah. the- As like. Huh? Yeah, one or both of you are dead. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a spoiler for that moment, but just to an example of how silly this is. He landed, the, the good guy landed on the guy's, like, butt because he was, like, I was, like, but wouldn't that break your back? Like, <laughs> the momentum, I guess the padding. Are no, you but saying you would he's, flatten the dude underneath you. Is the, it would, he would be mush. Like, yeah. <laughs> mush, yeah. mush. Yeah, he would, like, squirt out from the side. Yeah, so, like, if that. it was three flights, I might have believed it. Like, the yeah. the lift had come up. If they'd shown during the flight, the lift had started moving up. Yeah. Then I would be like, oh, yeah, still, like, yeah. sure, you got a couple of broken ribs and that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah, 20 yeah. 20 I mean, flights. Damaged, but. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Anywho. No, I'm, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed this. I did enjoy it. Um but I know I still only gave it a three, even though I enjoyed it. Like, and I, I think, was shocked at the three. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were. Yeah. What did you give it a two or one and a half? Uh, one and a half. Dang. Okay. And that was only because there were a couple of good action so- shots, and uh, there were some moments that made me chuckle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. What was, did you give Reacher I, season one? Uh, probably a two. Two okay. maybe. Yeah. yeah, and then I so, incurred the wrath of all of the um. The alpha males on the internet. I'm not um, an alpha male, and I love that series. I know. I, I and I am. I, I got to tell you, I'm going in for season two with an open mind and hopeful okay. that I'm really going to get into it. But it did I'm, really well with what they did in season one. So what makes you think it's anything is going to change in season two? I don't know. <laughs> Polished. He just looks sad now. <laughs> no, I, don't yeah, make I'm, me. I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm going into it with the positive mindset of like, this is going to be good. Great. Um, you know, yeah, just, I, I mean, I've reset the bar. I'm not even comparing it okay. to season one. Make reach gonna... a great again. <laughs> Can we not? That's... Can we not do that, please? <laughs> that's too soon. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, uh, okay. What else is on your list? I don't have anything else on my list. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. I thought you might talk about there's something in the barn. I, it wasn't good enough to be on the best thing. It was fun. I think you enjoyed I mean, it, it more than I did. I like um, the second half of that movie. I really liked. Um, yeah, I agree. Because it just, it went bat crap crazy. That's it what I just, wanted. But the first half was like, you know, I said Hallmark. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was slow. It was um, it, cheesy, like, yeah. like cringy. Bad you know? Hallmark it, Christmas. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I didn't like, like, I'm supposed to care more about the family yeah. in this, in this beginning moments so that I can feel concerned for them in the end. I only liked the kid. Mm. You know, I mean, the dad is trying and, and so is the stepmom. I mean, you gotta, you, you see what they're trying to do and the, the daughter's attitude and behavior is believable. 
realistic. You know what I mean? She's been <laughs> uprooted. I thought they were there on vacation. And then when we find out they're moving, it's like. Yeah, no, I get why she was upset. Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, yeah. No, it, it's, it was not a bad movie. I mean, I gave it a three. Mm. I had fun with it, but it's not. Um, so, like, obliterated. Yeah. That good. No, it was better than obliterated. <laughs> and it was shorter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah when the elves got drunk <laughs> so and good. and found guns yeah. that was hilarious they just <laughs> said, what, what is this <laughs> so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah well i just i had watched tucker versus day or tucker and dale versus evil this week also nice and um it reminded me when the when the elf is taking the gun and looks at it i was like oh dude <laughs> so, is, you you, you gotta take the safety you gotta take the gotta safety. Take shut the up safety. <laughs> oh college kid <laughs> Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Do you have any more on your list? Uh, no, I think we can talk about our Christmas movie. Let's talk about our Christmas movie because you said that it was just getting like eight. I, s- I um, was reading the comments on Twitter about like all these cr- critics that have watched it and they were just oh. decimating it. Um, well, so it's, it's got called- 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And what do the fans give it? 52 so, so not they're not much liking higher. it either yeah all right so the family switch is that what it's called family switch that's what it's called yeah family yeah. switch is a take on 13 going 30 freaking friday mm-hmm. all of those kind of body swap family movies yeah uh it's also directed by mcgee which i didn't know going in <laughs> I didn't know that either going in. I was like, what? And if you're listening to like, well, who the hell is McGee? He's the guy that did the Charlie's Angels movies, Terminator Mm -hmm. Salvation, the Babysitter, Killer Queen. I think he did the first Mm -hmm. one as well. He did both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually quite like him as a director because he does fun stuff. And that's what I'm often in the mood for. Uh, I went into this with a bit of hope. I don't really like these type of Christmas movies, but I like the body swap movies. Uh, mm. This is not really a Christmas movie. It's a it's a it's a family movie. Yeah, it just takes place during Christmas. Yeah, it just takes place during yeah. Christmas. Uh, Jennifer Garner, genuinely, genuine, genuinely. Uh, uh, genuinely if she's in yeah. it, I will oh, give it a generally. go. Yeah, generally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I laughed really hard at one bit. So, what did you think? I went into this with the expectation that it was going to be stupid, stupid, stupid. Okay. It is stupid, but it's my kind of stupid. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it is very cute. It is exactly what you think it's going to be. I mean, it is a, it's, it, it's body swap, but now we have mom and dad swap with son and daughter. And so, you know, that whole fish out of water, you, everything is predictable. Mm. Totally okay with that. Um, there are little things here and there that I thought were, um, were great. All of Weezer is in this. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I mean, cause the first time, the first one I see it, cause Ed Helms, who I'm not really a fan of, I mean, I mm, hit and miss with him like all the way around, but Mm. He's in this band called Dad or Alive, which I yeah. thought that was outstanding. That's a great um, title. Yeah, a great yeah, band but name. Yeah. His guitarist, I like it shows him at because he's a teacher, you know, he shows him at school. And I'm like, is that Rivers Cuomo? 
what <laughs> i'm not in my head but i don't know i wouldn't know what they look like i, I only knew that now because you were like oh weezer's in it so, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the so the bassist, the drummer, the guitarist, everything. It was great. Yeah. It was it was I, I wouldn't so that good. didn't so that uh, now if I watch it again, I'll be like, oh <laughs> that's who they well, are. Yeah. Um then let's see. <clears throat> There's a uh <laughs> thirteen going on thirty yeah. is actually said yeah. in the movie, which they made say me something laugh. else as well. Like the, what was um, it? There was something literally right next to that. They mentioned like in that one conversation, it was one, and then I think one. they call it Freaky Friday, also too. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I mean it's self-aware, yeah. right? And I appreciate that that it that it knows what it's doing, and the movie knows what it is, mm. and they're calling it out. Um, the maybe this is what which you laughed about, but the the baby and the dog. No, no, it's not what I laughed at. Oh, that, okay. that act was, almost made me turn it off because that was nightmare fuel. <laughs> oh, it was, but it was unexpected, right? <laughs> oh, I it didn't was... think they were going to go there. Like when you have a body swap and you got the family and the dogs, you know, in it, you don't think that they're actually going to swap baby and dog, like. And then putting Matthias um, Schwe oh, Schweighofer. Oh, he is I think so is funny. It? He's dry funny, but it. Dude, <laughs> just so mad. <laughs> And by the end, it's like it's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, your uh, your your baby and your dog are spending too much time together. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, okay. So everything is predictable, you know. Um, even like we've watched Jennifer Garner eat some ice cream. Mm. It's already been vocalized before that of what happened, so we know what's coming. So the jokes are. It's it's all set up and predictable like that. Yeah. Um, there there was one moment though, I kid you not, that the actors were doing such a good job of playing their, oh, their alternate, yeah, the younger yeah. and older versions. Well, mom and dad, at, son and daughter, yeah, exactly. So at the very at, towards the end of the movie, they're all rushing to one spot, but before that, they're having this big conversation. Seriously, I forgot who was who. <laughs> like well, I was good. like, I was, you know, yeah, no, it was, I was very impressed because I was like, well, oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. That's the, wow. Okay. You know, and it's, for me, it was, it was sweet. There are, uh, parts that are cringy, obviously yeah. it does get a little slow and repetitive in the middle. Like mm. we've, you know, okay. The joke yeah. has been I, done. Yeah, I do think they could have. There's probably a 10, 15 minute sequence in there in the middle that they didn't need to go over it again. They could have learned their lessons a little bit quicker. That the, So the pacing would have mm -hmm. been quicker because we know what the formula of this is. So you don't need yeah. to stretch it out. Uh, it almost lost me at the beginning. I almost switched it off. For, uh, and I was going to like text you and say, okay, I'm not. Well, let's choose another one. Because there's this gag where the father fell into the Christmas tree. And it was so badly done, and it was so like, oh, this is oh, right at the terrible. beginning, yeah, right yes. at the beginning, and he falls into the. I was like, there, no, oh. like this is going to be bad. And then, I, so I kept watching, and what hooked me is the normally you get the the mom and the daughter, and they swap, and they have to work mm -hmm. out like what's, in. but because you have a married couple who are now replaced, like the sons and daughter are in the bodies oh. of the married couple, and they have to act like a married couple. When they go to kiss, 
It's one of the funniest scenes I've seen in a loop. That's what was making me cry with laughter. I was just like, I couldn't handle it because it was the way they were acting. Because it's it's son and daughter. Sorry, yes, brother and sister brother having and to sister, yeah. kiss in the mom and dad body, and they're like, especially and, because the boy is younger. He's like what thir- fourteen, maybe yeah, fifteen, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was part of the reason why the critics didn't like it is because they were saying it was like, oh, let's celebrate incest and funny jokes like that. I was like, that is not what it was doing at all. <laughs> they were obviously like, didn't want to do it. Do you not understand the situation they were in? Uh, so there were lots of inappropriate jokes, apparently, which I didn't find inappropriate. Uh, and I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh, you can, your camera died there. <laughs> Look at that Which screenshot. Is, that is a, <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful. For anybody on the audio, Ruben looks like he's about to sneeze. Uh, and <clears throat> that might be his um, thing for the thumbnail. I don't know. We'll have to see because that was outstanding. <laughs> I, I don't get, I don't get how people, it was not celebrating incest. It wasn't me. It was. I thought it was handled really well because first off, you sh- you see that they don't want to do this at all, that it's a, you know, and she's just like, just do it, just do it, just so we can get past this and, you know, but then you have Ed Helms in the young boy's body and the, the girl that the son has a crush on goes to kiss him and she's like, nope. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. It, yeah. that would have been an appropriate thing visually. But on the other side, it it's not appropriate because he's a you know forty something year old guy, and he he <laughs> when they go to bed that I, one time, and the, the they, <laughs> nope, and she's nope. yeah, she's yeah, she's like nope, yeah. So it, I don't. They must have watched a different movie or something like that because I yeah. saw everything that I saw was was going away from anything that was inappropriate like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I was trying to find the, I can't, but yeah, you can search it on Twitter and lots of people were agreeing with these critics. And I was like, really? This is, some, some people just want to be upset. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You want to find something to be upset about. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, first off, what it is, is you're... I don't know how you go into this movie that you know is going to be a Freaky Friday holiday thing and and expect something different. Mm. Right. They're going you know? to have to have those awkward you know, sons in a bigger dad bod that's unfit and got broken knees and, you know, but also his junk is going to be different. There's all of that, like comedy moments. They And never do they make it icky it's always no family friendly yeah yeah because you don't have like like in an r-rated comedy you would you always see it like the guy mm. looks down or the girl you know look yeah and like hot none chick. of that was in here it was uh, i don't know yeah it's i i had fun with it i actually thought that the the key moments where the characters learned their lesson type of thing were actually really touching Mm. Um, you know, because it, it is obvious, we know it's coming, but, but the way that they were delivered, it's going to happen. Uh, no, it does. Which I Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I thought, I thought this was done really well. And it was, I mean, it was, 
is this the best movie ever? Absolutely not. This is this is probably not <laughs> even the best um, body swap movie. It's not. But it's not. No. It was it was fun. Um, I saw Netflix had posted something which I thought was really funny mm. um, because you had um, Jennifer Garner and um, Emma Myers together in this movie. Mm. Then there's a scene. Then it was a still of Emma Myers. And Jenna Ortega in Wednesday because they play the um, the roommates. Oh yeah, yeah, the roommates. Yeah, and then a still of Jennifer Garner and Jenna Ortega from Yesterday. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny to incorporate that somehow, like Jenna Ortega, because <laughs> it would have taken too much explanation to figure out yeah, why yeah, she was in there right. all of a sudden. Yeah, but, but that that's funny. Yeah. I think if you like if you like holiday movies or you're looking for something cute and silly, um, it's a little too long, but it was, this is fine. This is a good, just like, I like this way better than I like obliterated. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, I, I no. laughed harder in this than I did in obliterated and more consistently. <laughs> But. I could do le- with less with uh, Demon Dog Baby, CGI Demon Dog Baby. That- oh, no, I needed all of that. <laughs> no. All of that. <laughs> oh, that my was- gosh. That was terrifying. It- oh, oh, it was so wrong. It was so wrong. And, and- <laughs> yeah. but, but the thing that the thing that made it, though, is you had to have Matthias Schweighofer interacting with it. Yeah. Because he's the straight guy, yeah. you know, in the comedy. Like, it, you, because, it, it, yes, no, that's I got your funny. baby to I mean, lie down in bed. Yeah. In the yeah. dog bed. Why did that mean changing the diaper, the whole thing? I mean, because it would be cute and it would be funny the first time. Yeah. So we see that, you know, we see the dog acting like a kid and the kid acting like a dog. It, you know, okay, yeah, that's but funny. if you kept playing on that gag, it would just be quick. It's stupid. Uh, it'd be, be yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. You need somebody in there to call out the ridiculousness. And he was brilliant at it because of his responses and his just matter of fact. And if they don't like him that much as a neighbor, why do they leave their child with him and their dog? And why does he agree? He seems to not like them either. Like, I need to train your dog. Okay. (laughs) And a bath. And a bath. bath. Please. Leash and a bath. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think they trust him because he's so meticulous. Right. He's so, like, his dogs are like, so. Yeah, he's buttoned down and, um, or maybe (laughs) he was the closest thing that they, and we've already established that he's a person that they know. And Mm. so, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, probably in real world wouldn't choose him, (laughs) but. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, do you have um, an anime thing? That I you do have an about? anime It's over 9,000! It's my anime thing. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that is Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over 9,000! Um, oh, is he the one that says over 9,000? Yeah, he's literally the... Oh, no, okay. he's not the one that says it, but oh. he, he's the one that they look at when the, the visor cracks. And he says, it's over 9,000. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, um, Netflix dropped another... I believe this is their last one of the year. So that's like mm. all the anime that they've been doing. But they did an anime called On... <laughs> uh, Onimo... On, on Myoji. O-N-M-Y 
O-J-I. So that's why I was struggling with it. Unbyoji. Uh, Basically, there is a, a wizard-type dude spellcaster who has no friends, uh, but he belongs to like the emperor he's like the top guy who's can who has the most power and can do the most stuff and he has got to protect the emperor and the surrounding city um and he befriends or well somebody else tries to befriend him who doesn't have any powers but is sent along to solve the mystery of the week like in the episode so it's like uh, this demon is uh doing whatever can you please spell it or exercise it my wife is acting like this i think there's a sort of spirit and he gets called or dragged into it but what this is actually so these 13 episodes the standard like 25 minutes a piece mm. it's like a bromance anime because it's like these oh. these guys they don't really want to be friends but they desperately need a friend uh and so in amongst sorting out these spirits that seem to be becoming more active and dispelling them he ends up being really close friends to this guy that uh, has no powers but is willing to do whatever to protect the kingdom as long with the, the emperor and so we have an arc that kicks like later in into the series like six episodes in that's when the big arc kicks in but it's first establishes the friendship not friendship and the the law and the rules and so you get a few of these investigations that they complete and then the arc has been included earlier, but you just didn't know it yet. The arc starts, and, and the reason why some of these spirits are active, there's a bigger thing at play. Uh, and it finishes, sort of. There is, again, like, if you want more, they might do it, but there's, it's somewhat contained. I would say, as a, out of all the anime that's come out in the last two months on Netflix, because they've almost been doing, like, one yeah. every week, basically... This would be on the lower tier, not because it's not good, just because there's been such an amazing mm. amount of great anime. Like Pluto is a masterpiece. We had Blue Eye Samurai, which is also a masterpiece. Like there's just really top tier anime and storylines. So this is m might be one that you put on your back burner because there's a lot that you're getting through. But don't forget about it because it looks beautiful. It's, it's well animated. The character voice work between... Uh, English, if you don't like reading mm. subtitles, is good. The original is always better. And the storyline, it builds. And that's what I, I feel like. It's a, oh. it's a slow burner. It builds up to a better storyline. But the bromance is what I keep coming back to. You can't help but root for them to actually be friends and look out for each other. Yeah, it's very good. Nice. Is it going to have uh, more seasons, do you think? I, I don't know. Does like, we never know with Netflix. but Sure. Does the story though feel like it? it totally, it feels like to this is the start. Yeah. Oh, okay. It feels like mm -hmm. uh, there is a story that's complete, but it feels like they could go on for many seasons, depending whether they're adapting from a manga, um, which they mm. normally are. So, yeah. And that's cool. all the anime I have for this week. We thank you for continuing to join us. Uh, just so that you know, coming up in this episode or this segment, really, of this episode, we are going to be talking about a movie we watched together, which is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. We will also hit upon our things that did not make the list, our best of or maybe the worst, which mine <laughs> are the worst things I watched this week. 
We're also, uh, don't forget, we have our Patreon opportunity, patreon.com slash the bearded ones. One pound gets in there. And also, ah, rating, reviewing wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. That would be huge. Uh, if you've never rated or reviewed it before, though, we would appreciate you doing that. Uh, because this is audio at some point, please head over to YouTube and like, share, subscribe, uh, with Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris movies and munchies. Okay. Enough housekeeping. How about we talk about rise of the planet of the apes since kingdom of the planet of the apes is coming out in 2024. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Should I start? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is a movie about apes. You damn dirty ape. Um, Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, this is like the the beginning of the trilogy of the new lot, not the, I think, what, five movies? Maybe more? Seven? Yeah, there might have been seven. Yeah, there's there's a a good chunk of them. Uh, we had one sort of remake, remember, in like in the 2004. <laughs> Tim Burton. Yeah, the Tim Mark Burton. Wahlberg. One. Yeah, that was fine. I didn't hate yeah, it. it yeah, no. It's fine. Mm, but it this was be. different because we're using, um, I think it's Andy Serkis's, uh, mm-hmm. what's it called? Invisible. Uh, is that the right? I think it's Invisible Company. Something like that. Like he's CG technology mm-hmm. company and he's also Caesar, um, mm-hmm. which is, he's incredible. In this and also the technology just keeps on increasing like it gets better and better like by the time yeah. you get the third one you're just like you've totally forgotten there's it's cgs mm. they're just apes they are yeah, yeah. um i'd forgotten it how good this movie was i'd forgotten how much they pack into this because it's an origin movie really about the start of how that you know that the, the world comes to be um ape orientated and, and humans are the slaves rather than um uh, apes you see how they it starts off because of a wanting to cure alzheimer's you know a really mm-hmm. personal story uh what's the guy who has alzheimer's in this oh john lithgow oh, such an amazing i forgot the cast as well still great cast uh and so we have a son that's desperate and in amongst that we get to we in amongst tragedy we get to find out that caesar has inherited the gene that makes him smart but it's not quite working with humans but we only find that like a good chunk of the movie the beginning they really set up the origins they they have this like family moments where caesar becomes uh, a a surrogate son really or Mm -hmm. he's way more than a pet Um, oh yeah but there are moments that i thought were just so powerful in this film uh like before we even get to the big action set pieces when caesar he's for the first time he's just he's been allowed to go outside properly and he's climbing the redwood trees and he's like just at all like this is what i need his intelligence yes uh the hand held out out, like can i go please and he he does obviously he says yes you can go just moments like that when he sees the dog and he sees the dog on the leash and he realizes like which is why he asks, am I a pet? It's like, mm-hmm. no, but he, he he gets angrier and angrier. But you understand why. The justification of that is he's no longer just an ape. He's not just an animal. He's become mm-hmm. smarter than a lot of human beings, actually. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, stronger, wittier, and has 
a need to do something for his fellow primates. And uh, he goes about setting a plan in motion to do that, which is glorious. Uh, Malfoy needs to stop playing Malfoy characters because he does it so well. <laughs> He's such a douchebag in this. <laughs> but he got to utter the iconic line, you know, get, uh, yeah. your, damn hand, or get your hands off me, you damn dirty you ape. damn dirty ape. <laughs> It yeah. was just, it was great. I mean, yeah. I had forgotten that he said that yeah. in this. And, and the little Easter eggs that we have too, where, you know, Caesar's holding a, um, a, a model of the Statue of Liberty, mm. which calls back to the very first the Planet of the Apes, you know, where the, you see the, the where reveal you realize, of, oh, it's Earth. It's yeah. Earth. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's on the TV, they're talking about the first man mission to Mars, which, which allows the you know, which sets up the astronaut who comes back to Earth. Yeah. Late, you know what I mean? Later yeah. and stuff. It, it was that I Charlton was, Heston when he's, he sees it for the first time and you, he comes yeah. out and he realizes, yeah. Yeah, where he actually is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It, I was... I had forgotten, too, how good this movie is. I mean, I remember really enjoying it, mm. uh, but watching it again, it is extremely emotional. Oh man. The graphics are great. I was also, I mean, there are moments that you get, you can tell it's CGI. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, it's, it's 2011. Okay. Yeah. But the, the camera work I thought was great because there are so many like continuous takes as the camera mm. will fly through environments under trees, over bridges, you know, Stunning and then back shots. under bridges. Yeah, it really was because then they insert all the CGI in after that. Mm. But still, because it's not cutting, you it's it's immersive. It's very energetic. It's very real. Like there's very little times when I was like that CG. Most of the time I was swept up in what the, the movement of what was happening. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I think I, I like how this movie takes its time and you had mentioned this at the beginning for really a great portion of the movie mm. to focus and build not only on Caesar, but on the family that he has, the human family yep. and the care and concern, the love that they have for him, where it becomes a, there's a respect mm. that happens, you know, I mean, he, even on the bridge towards the end oh my and James goodness. Marsden yeah. or no, in the forest, in the that's forest. when they, they, yeah, he chases Come him home. into the, and oh, it just gave me chills. It just, <laughs> <I am home. laughs> yeah, it was, oh gosh, so good. And, um, David Oyelowo, who, um, you know, is the corporate greedy guy. Ugh. I mean, he, he was perfect at it. Yeah, he was, you know, he was very good at it. Yeah. Brian Cox as the, you know, is the, the zookeeper. I mean, he's not, it's not a zoo, but it's basically like a easily the, killing. I mean, ground. <laughs> yeah. The, for, I love the restraint that it has for the action, you know, mm. that we, we get, we get a little bit of action at the beginning. Mm. Which is like, ooh, that's exciting, but it sets up some tension, and that's what also sets up the complication yeah. for for Caesar to be at James Franco's house. Mm. Um, but then it takes like just a big lull. I mean, and not, and not in a bad way because no, no. we become invested. 
they do they do appropriate amount of time and then flash forward a little bit and tell us how long it's been now it's very you know cleverly I mean? done yeah because just yeah. when you think they're gonna oh they're gonna do some like family stuff they they do but they've sped up the time so it's five years later and he's like he's grown up and he's learning and you see him he's excited and looking out the window i want to ride a bike you know all that kind of kid stuff because he's of that intelligence now um beautifully done and and the setup the the smartness of caesar to go get the canisters oh free the apes and that's when you have like not only coba who is woof, terrifying but that that whole bridge scene is flipping amazing i love the way you see the intelligence as like a general would sort out his army who goes where you go up you go down and they were like in different battlements like some the strengths of the orangutan the silverbacks the climbers the the ones that are quick it it just already then we can see you know he's already formed his army he's his clan Dude, I'm telling you, monkeys, especially like orangutans, uh, they they freak me out. Um, I remember years and years and years ago, we were at the zoo, and we were looking at them, and they're in their enclosure, and a couple of them had boxes, and mm. it would put it put the box over its head, you know, and just and everybody kind of like, oh, that's cute and everything. Well, it would then lift it up, look around at the people, look over to its friend. And then put the box back down on its head. And I'm like, these are, they're planning stuff. They're talking <laughs> while they're underneath the boxes because we can't see their lips moving, you yeah. know? And and then I saw a video this past week where Orangutan unzipped this dude's um, uh, hoodie type yeah. thing, like a jumper, like, you know, a sweatsuit, a jacket, took it off the guy, put it on its head, <laughs> sat there for, I don't know, five seconds. And then without hesitation, put its arms through the, through the jumper wow. and was wearing it. Um, <laughs> um, Orangutans are you, incredibly intelligent. Y'all, we're done. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. We, we've had a good run and we've, we've mucked it up. So, Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that Caesar, he's, him and his surrogate father are responsible for wiping out the human race. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What the canisters do to the humans, so we know it's already started to spread. But with the canisters, <laughs> that's like uh, you're done. <laughs> like if yeah. we had any chance of like containing, no, 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 no. And I have to say, I was very upset about the death of one of my favorite actors, and <laughs> it's what's his face, Dale and uh, Tucker. It was oh Tyler Labine. T- I know. Yeah. Oh, don't kill him. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, but but see, he also helps to spread it because yeah, the um, <laughs> the he sneezes on the pilot guy who had just had his finger bitten off. Yeah, yeah, and talk about a d bag. I mean, that that guy played it really well because he's at no <laughs> point do we ever like this guy. You know, tell you what, in Stargate uh, Atlantis, he uh-huh. is like in charge of the whole kind of. The, he's the oh. scientist that is in charge of the, the whole lot of Stargate Atlantis. And oh, he is like a douchebag for a good two seasons. And he oh really gosh. grows into a character. But by the end, you really like him. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. But like for me, I was like, I remember you being that douchey. And that is, that is correct. <laughs> 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 you, if you were still that, that's exactly what you get, man. 
Yeah, well, you kind of root for Caesar. I mean, yeah. in in all honesty, the dude reacts how we how any normal rational person would react. A chimpanzee breaks into your backyard. You're going to want to get it out of there so that it doesn't eat your kids. Oh, I didn't mind that so much. It was the bit when he's poking at the old guy, at, basically at shoving him. It was like no. Anything you get now, like, come on, that's an old yeah. dude, and you're just shouting and poking his chest. That's ugh. yeah, that was well, and and the aggressiveness of the poke. Yeah, it's not even like right, like in your chest. I was like, dude, I'm gonna break that finger. Like, and if I was a chimp, I would bite it also. Get that yeah. out of my. Yeah, get that out yeah, of my you're, face. You're messing with my family. Yeah, and that's how he reacted. Yeah. So I, I, it, no, I don't know if it's a spoiler or whatever, but we're going to be watching the next two movies also over the coming weeks. Um, mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I, yeah. I didn't know I needed it, mm. and I really hope that it's good. But I mean, um, <laughs> the CG looks spot on. Like, wow. Well, then it looks like there's also going to be some wonderful tension in it because. You now have this curious um, chimpanzee who uh, discovers like what humanity was and yeah. then sees the people and they're not pets only because they've gone that far. It's it's the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because you see even some of them where they're like saving, you know, they're saving the humans. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they do and how this story plays I out. I did laugh um, though in in this first one because Caesar's always telling, like he tells the silverback, "No, don't kill him." But there's one silverback at the end who who takes a, a, a police guy, just chucks him over the bridge. I was like, "Oh, he's dead! <laughs> like he's done." <laughs> well, <laughs> so he didn't saw that pound one him today. Exactly. Shh, guys. Shh. <laughs> Nobody but after that. killing We're that good. one silverback, I had no sympathy for the humans any longer. Like, oh yeah, no, no. And I mean, I like that it's supposed to be. You know, we're supposed to set up this conflict within us, this dilemma that, you know, well, all of these animals are are attacking people. Yeah. You know, but they were just kind of trying to go. You you got in their way. Exactly. You know, so you kind of brought it on yourself, but yet, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm in love with it. It, it reminded me yeah. how, how good of a movie it is. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Should we talk about your two um, <laughs> things you did not enjoy this week? Yeah. Both of them are holiday themed. Okay. Um. One of them was actually a surprise um, at how much I did not like it. One of them, I had no idea what to expect, mm. and it turned out to be a bummer because I was looking forward to seeing it. Ah, uh, yeah. First up, Silent Night. Joel Kinnaman, John Woo, coming back. Um, <laughs> nobody talks in the movie, which was weird. That's um, such a weird choice. It, it, yeah, it was a gimmick. It didn't work. Uh, it, it turned out to be kind of silly and, and stupid all at the same time. Uh, the movie's also boring. Imagine the like, script for this movie. <laughs> walk around and shoot things. Yeah. Well, first you walk around and just mope. Actually, yeah. you don't even walk around. Sit at a table and mope and then drink. It's disappointing because Joel Kinnaman is actually a phenomenal actor and he can do really in-depth, 
gritty dialogue. Have you ever seen uh, the Danish series The Killing? Yeah, yeah. He was in it's the American brutal. version. Right. He's also, though, in um, in Snabacash, the first two right. movies, three movies, something like that. Yeah. he like, No, he's so good, mm. right? But yeah. the movie, it, it starts off a little confusing, which is okay. Then you understand what he's doing. Um, it's, it's wildly unbelievable. Like so much of it, like the dude is shot in the throat, which is the reason why he's way can't talk, why he can't talk. Yeah. And you, you, you see that in the, in the trailer. I mean, he's got Mm. a bandage on his, you know, and he's like, you know, in the, um, (laughs) in the mirror and stuff. Um, but he's shot like the dude is five feet away from him and the bullet just lodges in his throat. I'm right. sorry. That would have blown his, yeah, the back that's of weird. his, his neck did, off. Did they not show it, like, go out sideways or no. something? No, because the, the doctors take the bullet out. That's bonkers. Yeah. It, it, there's um, there's no doves in a John Woo movie. I don't know what's going on there. Um, the the last part of the action is fine, I, or the movie, where all of the action happens. Mm. It's entertaining. Um there's nothing spectacular about it outside of like a one shot where he's going up some stairs, which I thought was fun. So if you think good. about I mean, films like Face Off or Hard Boiled, <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing like that. No. Well, and also here's the other thing that, that you're invested in those characters one mm. way or the other. You hate them. You love them. Doesn't yeah. really matter, but you're invested in them. Here, I, I get to... I kind of understand Joel Kinnaman, but you're, he's a, he's an ass through a lot of it. Like his wife. Dialogue to understand him. Well, but there have been movies where we don't have to hear a person's voice. That's true. There's an animated film called The Red Turtle, got no dialogue and it's incredibly emotional. So yeah. And you know the characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so much that. I mean, because I get to know Joel Kinnaman's character. Um, I don't like him though, because like he's, I understand he's going through grief because of this loss of a family member. He ignores his wife completely. Um, and then it's, then it's repeated of how he doesn't even consider her within the grief, Hmm. which is, it's weird. You know, um, the wife doesn't talk. So she becomes just kind of like a, um, she's just a victim kind of of his negligence or his um his ignoring uh the bad guy okay he's a bad guy is that it yeah that okay Ugh, i was so looking you know, forward to this film <clears throat> the cop who's in it for one longer scene at the end and one at the very beginning i mean there's i don't know anything about him i don't care i don't know i, I didn't care about anybody in the movie you know and so it's just it's it worked against me becoming involved in any of the characters lives Mm. to the degree that i'm invested now in whether or not they they live or die you know you joel kinnaman is seen as the as the hero of the movie because he's avenging something fair enough but mm, yeah so I would skip this one. This is not, I, I paid, uh, whole family went and saw it. My wife did tap out though, before we went, she was like, eh, I don't think I want to see it. 
she she chose wisely. Uh, <laughs> my daughter was on her phone the entire time uh, just because she was so bored. Wow. So bored and just, it, ugh. Um, <clears throat> not a lot of people in the theater. Yeah, it was just unfortunate. Gosh. Um, okay, so that's Silent Night. That was a stinker. Um, my next one, this is a shocker. This came out in limited, kind of. It wasn't playing around me in the theaters, but on December 1st, it came to shutter. So I watched it because I thought, you know what? This might be fun. It's called It's a Wonderful Knife. Oh, yeah, I was really hoping that this one is going to be good. It's a holiday slasher. It's a play on It's a Wonderful Life where you have a character who... We didn't like that movie anyway. No, I hate It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, This one suffers exactly the same problems, though. Um, (laughs) Brilliant. Because we don't get to know any of the characters. Mm. Um, You know what I mean? Like, this one, okay, the, the premise of this one is there's a serial killer who our protagonist kills. Flash forward a year later, she's still grieving the loss of her friends who died. Everybody else kind of has moved on. She has not been she has not been able to move on. And people around her don't care that she hasn't moved on. So she wishes she'd never been born. Poof. Now she wakes up in an alternate reality where nobody knows who she is. Um, and she has to try and, you know, solve this. There's twists in it and everything else. The 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 problem is that we I'm trying to look at some of my notes here because um, we're not given enough time with her to mm. make her sympathetic. Okay. So when she becomes into this new world, it's just, I mean, she's grumpy. She's abrasive. That's how she was in the fur in, in her world, you know? And so we don't, she's very hard to connect with, which is also the problem that I feel with It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy mm. Stewart's character, we don't get enough time with him at the beginning to really care about him we're just supposed to care about him right and and i don't um i think you're selfish i just think you're just whatever and you don't so when you get to experience all life without you and you get to see that i don't feel sorry for you same Mm -hmm. here you know what i mean like nobody nobody knows who she is she don't like it okay so that for that part of it i don't like i mean the the movie, though, It's a Wonderful Knife, mm. is self-aware enough that it is a version of It's a Wonderful Life. They call it out. Even one character says, oh my gosh, you're George Bailey. That means I'm Clarence. So okay, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Are there any fun kills in it? Not really. Ugh. No. There, there's one. I mean, there is one. Um, okay. It doesn't make any sense the way that we first see the violence and then we see the the aftermath. It's like that would have already, that would. Well, the director wrote Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah, well, there. Um, you will appreciate this. Justin Long is in it. Oh, I like him. I think he's great. Especially like Barbarian, he was outstanding. Um, and he's good just anyway. He was great Goosebumps, goosebumps too. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. Here, the, the first scene, the opening scene of the movie is him. Okay. He's got a little bit of a Southern type accent to mm. him, and he's wearing veneers. So his teeth look bigger. Wow. The way he speaks, 
not only with the way his mouth moves and the way you see his teeth, but also the the tone and mm. everything. All I saw was Gary Oldman as Zorg. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> dude! You need to watch just the beginning of the movie. Just the beginning for that moment. Ju- just to see that because that all I could see then for the rest of the time is him <laughs> playing Gary Oldman from the John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, oh, funny. So good. This, I mean, I don't mind the, that, that it's, it's playing off of it's a wonderful life that doesn't yeah. automatically make it a bad movie for me. Mm. It was just, it was boring. Um, I could not be connected to almost all of the characters. Uh, the the kills, even if the movie's crap, a horror, a Christmas movie should not be boring. That no, and there should be there. There are a bunch of kills outside of really one of them. The rest of them are very run of the mill. <sighs> like just there's nothing special about it. Okay, and so you're just like mm, it. So it. It felt longer than it was. It was not entertaining. It was not funny, even though it tried to be funny a lot of the time. Um, I mean, I, I laughed maybe once or twice, chuckled more so. But it just, I, I was so disappointed because this one I was looking forward to. Especially yeah. because I had heard and even seen on Twitter and everything, like, this has more of a queer bend to it, to the mm. storyline. Okay. And I was like, cool. Okay, we're... we're it's more inclusive, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, just a, a more rounded story representative of the world that we live in. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't enhance it or take away from it. It was just there. So mm. that was, that was fine. There is actually though, there is an aunt who is, um, who's a lesbian and has a wife. She's funny because okay. she's snarky and very, self-aware and sarcastic all at the same time. And so she's able to bring in some, like you would see yourself saying this because if, if you knew what genre you were in, you know, does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So I, unfortunately I would say stay away from this one also. Hmm. Um, it just, it did not turn out to be a good holiday movie or a good slasher or a good holiday slasher. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't watch enough of a movie to really like justify <laughs> reviewing it, but I started uh, Candy Cane Lane. Uh, I lasted 11 minutes and we tapped out. So that gives you an idea of, I mean, genuinely you need to watch at least half of the movie or 40 minutes to decide that you, but for me, I could see exactly what this movie was going to be and I was not in the mood for it. So, and the last two Eddie, Mo- Eddie Murphy movies have been not my cup of tea. Uh, I thankfully you warned me away from uh, you people, so Ugh. I did not see that. But I did see. Good Lord. Uh, what's the uh, uh, number uh, two? Coming to America too. Yeah. yeah. Which mm, what great? Um, it, it was dull and boring and so forgettable that I barely remember what was happening in it but i still remember the original coming to america which was excellent so yeah uh well uh, candy cane lane is currently rotten at 50 percent um with 34 reviews i'm glad that you have told me that this is poo 
Well, I don't know, I am but to, from the well, 11 minutes I saw, <laughs> well, th that much was poo. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's enough. I don't, yeah. Okay. Cool. Should we talk about uh, internet entertainment news? Yes. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> so right. I, I came back round. Um, I have some weird questionable news, and then <laughs> I have, um, was that my switch or was that your switch? That made what noise? switch? Oh, I just heard a fling. Oh. Oh, some video game noise. Maybe it was my... I don't know. Anyway. Oh, I yeah, don't I don't have my Switch um, anywhere near me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, two weird, like, scratch-your-head type of things, and then two probably great bits of news. Okay. My first one, which you probably have seen, and maybe even in your thing, is Bob Iger made a bunch of comments recently about movies. Mm. Um talking about how and one of them was they need to go back or stay away from trying to put a message in their movies and some of them he's referenced when he said it he was referencing marvels still and so a lot of people saw that as um get rid of any inclusion <laughs> you know d d you know go back to just uh stereotypical very yeah, i mean white what does what does that mean but he needs to be very clear about what he means with that that's a big mistake to say as a guy that's running the company as an a, old white dude too yeah that's a dumb remark yeah yeah because ultimately the marvels is the best they've done in a long time so that's not what you want to do yeah and then and then he said the reason that the marvels did not do well is because there was not enough executives on the set. Oh, piss off. You more white dudes on the set. No, thank you. You, you get all of the execs out of there. <laughs> we don't need any that was all the problem. They don't make that the you, movies. No. They're not the movie makers. You sign the checks. That's all you do. Good and you Lord. collect your massive size bonuses and just shut Jug up and leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. I just I was like, dude, you wow, you you okay. <laughs> how much more whiter comments can you middle-aged white man comment can you do like she's rich rich yeah. obscenely rich yeah white dude out of touch too. oh out yeah. of touch dude yeah yeah just disgusting um catherine hardwicky i, I, I guess or hardwick. maybe just hard, hardwick yeah mm -hmm. chooses jacob L. Lordy and Jenna Ortega as great choices to play Bella and Edward in a modern Twilight remake. The fuck? That can't be real. Are they actually remaking Twilight? I think it's this way is just, too soon. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Jacob Ellardy had some um some comments recently where he didn't like, you know, he got his fame mm. really from uh the kissing booth movies. I mean, oh, that's yeah. where you know, he kind of exploded. He didn't like those. He he's bashed on those. Said he oh, really? didn't like the character. He didn't like being in the huh. movies. He didn't like the okay. movies themselves. Yeah. What do you think Twilight is? Yeah, he's probably not going <laughs> to want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't think this is actually anything real. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and, and really, that kind of turns me off anyway. I wouldn't want to see him in that no. if he feels that because I the first Kissing Booth movie I thought was cute. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, it is what it is. I'm not, you know, whatever. But had the guy from Super 8, so. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't like them, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine um, to be around. Here's a head scratcher for you. Yeah. Zack Snyder said he doesn't understand why people don't want to work or don't like Amber Heard and that he would work with Erna Harvey. No! Oh, Zack. No, that's disappointing. We, we don't understand. Where have you been? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, 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 she tried to tank a former partner's career by spreading lies. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's not talk about any more rich white dudes entitled. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Shang-Chi is eyeing 2024 to 2025 production begin date. So if it starts <laughs> production begin date, we might see Shang-Chi, she without any other issues in Hollywood or more COVIDs uh, at 27 because mm. it'll take that yeah so yeah. thanks for that news tell me again when I'm 60 or late when 50s. did when did the first one come out was that 20 <sighs> a long time 20 now. yeah no before so, before was it 2019 2019 might be 2019 because yeah. it's post it's post in game yeah so <clears throat> hmm um, you saw Thanksgiving, right? You enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that, that thing, that November slasher. Well, the whole tagline was there will be no leftovers. Mm-hmm. Apparently though, there are because Thanksgiving too is in the works. I said it was gonna, I yeah. told you it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like I'm, it. Give I'm, me more. I'm torn on it because I loved the, I thought the movie was so much fun, Mm. but I don't like when they drag out these franchises or try to make them franchises. some franchises really embrace what it is. They can either go full comedy horror, like Scream 2, or you could do, you could take it like the supernatural route. It creates a new entity, which would be great. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally get like it, it could be poo, but you know, let's that. Yeah, I, I, it was I, fun. I will go see it. Let's yeah. just. I, I, <laughs> and if two's bad, then we'll be like, yeah, we should never have done that. <laughs> yeah, and then when we get to six, I'll be like, please no. Why are you making this? Oh crap! That was really good. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> All right, like let me let me play something yeah. for you. Okay. Turn my volume up. That's a screenshot, so I can't do it. Great. (laughs) (sighs) Check in with your friends. Make sure they're okay. (laughs) How old are you? (laughs) I'm too old. Today I am two years. (laughs) Just. That was outstanding. Good lord! Oh my gosh! Um, I will just say then. Okay, so there's this tweet <laughs> that's gone out that Olson, Elizabeth Olson, hated uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, the correct term is that they, the, the creators of Multiverse of Madness, uh-huh. had not watched One Division. So when she asked them. Like, are you going to take my character from that uh, so I can build on that? They went, no, we want you to do it this way. 
and Kevin Feige wasn't around saying, no, this is how we're containing. This is part of the reason why I think they it's it used to be connected, but people were all over the place doing their own thing again. And this is right. So I was like, this makes total sense now. I get why the WandaVision didn't, uh, the, the movie, the Multiverse of Madden, didn't feel like it was connected or wasn't even the same same character. Like all that stuff she'd gone through, that was not the character we saw in the movie. Shouldn't it be a requirement that the people writing a movie have seen... No, 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 no. Because we want you to do it our way. Take the character like this. Okay. Don't let that. It was like, you do need to let that. That's all that's come before. And this is the next time we're going to see that character. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Though. That is stupid. Mm hmm. Huh. Okay. Um, do you, how much more news do you have? I have one more piece. Okay. Is it good or bad? Um, it's just weird. Okay, you go and then I'll go because I'll end kind of on a high note. Okay. Uh, Jake Gillinghall and Doug Lyman were so pissed that Amazon won't give the Roadhouse remake a theatrical release that they got Jeff Bezos to screen the film on his yacht, even just that sentence pisses me off, uh, to <coughs> convince him uh, to film, uh, to convince him. Uh, they didn't, and they're still going to streaming and they won't get a theatrical release. <laughs> And I saw a follow-up to that where it's not actually Jake Gyllenhaal. It was William Morris, his agency, oh. that was mad. Not Jake, Jake was not even part of this. He wasn't there. He wasn't. See, this is the thing about internet, but that's so good that you, you then get people following up with it saying this is actually what's happened. Yeah. But, yeah uh, exactly. So he doesn't know. He's, well, he he's knows, done his he job knows, and he's been paid. So. Yeah, he. But he was not part of that. Get Jeff Bezos to screen it. To and screen it on his yacht. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's a that's a stupid move. I, why wouldn't you release this in theaters? This certainly um, would be a nostalgic group of dudes and women who'd remember Roadhouse fondly, want to see what they've done, and also for the new group of people, plus Jake Gyllenhaal and Doug Lyman. Like there's fans of Doug Lyman and there's fans yeah. of Jake Gyllenhaal. So why wouldn't you? It's weird. Well, and and I don't know if you've seen pictures of um, Jake, but uh, I've seen just like all these shirtless pictures of him. And uh, Dude, I think stacked. everybody's going to just be like, wow, um, <laughs> let me wipe the drool off my face because he is ripped. Yeah. I mean, just. And they're also, uh, it's, it's a remake, but they're also doing their own thing. So there's a lot of like UFC stuff. Which yeah. is different from the. I like that. I like. So they're taking a, a concept of their roadhouse, but they you can't copy the old bar scene and the, it and some of it. Like if you watch it now, some of it's like oh, there you you would not get away with saying that stuff because it's classic eighties. Like oh. so, yeah. But Which, also, you know, is, if we don't get is, a throat rip, I'm going to be pissed. It is also. F cool weird whatever that jake and patrick swayze were both in donnie darko and now jake oh yeah is true, playing yeah. a role that patrick swayze yeah that's cool played yeah. that's so anyway yeah. um <clears throat> my last bit of news okay takashi yamazaki 
who is yeah. the writer and director of Godzilla Minus One, which mm-hmm. I know you still have not seen, but yeah. he had put out in the ether that he is open to doing a Star Wars movie. Oh. I, I, maybe, I, I mean, that's quite clever of, if you have a passion project that you'd like to do and you release a movie that is doing well, that's the perfect time just to go, hey, just so you know, this is doing well, look at my style, I wouldn't mind doing Bond, Star Wars. And I could see him doing, it would have, if he if he utilized the same sensibilities that he did in Godzilla, to put that into a Star Wars world, it would have some of the feeling of the original trilogy, mm. you know, that it ha- it that it, it has that lived in feel. It has that. If he does so much in camera with like uh, real sets he, and prosthetics and stuff, and then uses the CGI's, I mean, obviously when you're outside, but you could still use models and then put CG on it and yeah. then make like real space and then put CG. Yeah. Yeah. If he has that sort of passion, it could be awesome. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, at this point, you know, I mean, I, I don't want Taika Waititi touching a Star Wars project at all. Um, just needs to, I don't know. It's crazy though, because Ragnarok is incredible. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Wonderful movie. Yeah. To go from that to, ugh. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are things coming out this week that you are looking forward to seeing? Um, leave the world behind. Oh, on Netflix. On yeah. Netflix. Yep. That's, uh, Julia Roberts <coughs> and Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, uh, that looks fun. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, poor things. That's uh, the Emma oh, yeah. Stone, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. Um, it, we have not been having any type of screenings of any movies in my area. So I am going to go on Thursday, I believe, and see it that night. But I've heard good and weird things about it. Mm. So, yeah. We'll, okay. Uh, there's a, I think it's Korean. Um series is it a no maybe it's a movie called the archies coming to netflix on the 7th uh where it's, it's a i i want to say it is um and it's coming this way yeah on wow. <clears throat> on th- it's it's indian i think is it, oh yeah, it's, yes yeah, it's, you're it's right Hindi. it is it is not mm. It is not Korean. It's, and I think um, it's a musical as well. Okay. <laughs> well, so, so I didn't know anything about it. Hey, Archie's is a, um, <laughs> it's a movie <laughs> coming on December 7th to, to Netflix. It's, it's also based on the comics, uh, like, you know, Riverdale, Archie's or Archie. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Have you ever watched any of Riverdale? Yeah, the first two seasons. Oh, okay. I've only seen one uh, one clip of one episode hmm. where there was a rocket ship on top of a school. <laughs> and that's all I needed to know. Like, it's mm. it's The first season's incredible. The second season gets 
a bit silly and that it loses the plot like seriously you should watch it just for the giggles that's yeah you're like and then like why couldn't you cross over with sabrina if this is the case because <laughs> at some point they were like no we're a bit more serious than you know the it's like you guys you lost it more serious <sighs> Huh. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to ever watch it because I don't want to do that to myself. That's fine. Um. (laughs) Maybe don't. Yeah. Um, Hilda season three animation series comes to Netflix this week. It's very much loved series. Uh, I've seen the first two seasons, incredible animation, great story. Hmm. Yep. Okay. There is a movie coming to uh, VOD on Tuesday. The fifth. Okay. Um, I have the screen here. I've not yet watched it. But you know, um, in 30 Coins, Merche, she's the um, one of the antagonists within this. She's the She was the wife of the mayor. Mm. Um, she's kind of evil. She's teamed up with the bad guys in, the, uh, in that series. Well, she's the star of this. Okay. And it's a um, <clears throat> apocalyptic horror. I think oh. everyone will burn. Okay. So we'll see. I don't know. I haven't even watched the trailer. So mm. I don't know if it's going to be outstanding or if it's going to be crap or if it's going to be middle of the road, but um, it does hit VOD on the fifth. All right. Um, I am seeing this doesn't help anybody because it's not this week that <laughs> it actually comes out. But on Monday, I am getting to see the color purple. Oh, Wow. Nice. Now, Maybe. I got to tell you. The poster's I, awful, by the way. <laughs> yes. One of the worst and, movie posters I've ever seen. And when I've seen the trailer, it has not enticed me at all. Oh, dear. Okay. But every reaction that I've seen so far has been mm. the people are just loving it. Like, really? the music works. It's, so, I'm like, well. That's weird, because I saw... Yeah, I, I saw people saying this is not what the original was. No, it's not. It's not. If you compare it to the original, it is not that. It is a reimagining of it completely. I mean, it's a musical. It so mm. you know. So separating that out. So I I, I don't know. I'm going to go in with the open mind and just see what it what it is. But okay. hopefully, it's decent. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's got an amazing yeah. cast, so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, there are a couple more things coming out uh, this week. There's a movie called, I think it's French, called Blood Coast. Mm. comes out on the 6th. Um, then there's another one, which is just a Christmas rom-com type of thing. Uh, Christmas as usual. Mm-hmm. You're missing the, the big one. <laughs> uh, Wonka at the 8th. Of December Wonka comes out. comes out this week. Yeah, N- does in the UK um, at least. Yeah, no, in the um, in the US, I'm pretty sure it comes out on Christmas Day. What? No, it can't be that Ye- long. Yep. Oh, seriously, no, December fifteenth. Oh, okay, here it comes so out December fifteenth. So after. next weekend, right? Yeah, Why can't they all just work from the same <laughs> sheet, man? I don't know, you know, and yeah, I don't know either because it makes, especially on ones that, that hold the like suspense, mm. mystery, something like that. I mean, that, 
you know, it gets spoiled by one way or the other and depending on where you're at. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't have anything else. I don't like either. It's going to be slow yeah. week, mm. which is. That's okay. It gives me time to catch up on other stuff. <laughs> the other yes. stuff we, we need to watch. Yes. Oh, no, no, there is. I'm sorry. There is a, uh, is it a movie? Maybe it's a series on December 6th on Apple. Um, it's, it's a documentary series, John Lennon, murder without a trial for the first time. Key figures from John Lennon's life and death, including friends, doctors, investigators share personal memories and reveal what happened on the night of his killing. Interesting. Eh. Mm. Yeah. Both. Uh, they're just two episodes, maybe both. Well, at least two episodes come out on the sixth. Okay. So I'm sure there's more that we've missed. So let us know in the comments, wherever you're listening to this, if you're still listening and this is like you add stuff when you listen to (laughs) uh, the segment, because it's always the end bit where we tell you what's, what there is coming. If we've missed stuff that you think we might enjoy, let us know. Absolutely. Please. So, all right. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you happen to be listening to podcasts. Our Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash the bearded ones. Entry begins at one pound, uh, which is like a dollar 30, something like that gets you access to everything. All of the videos on there you get access to for just that entry level price. But there are also tiers that allow you to request different things based on the tier. So go ahead and check that out. Patreon.com slash the bearded ones. Also, at some point, head over to YouTube, like, share, subscribe, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, meet Chris, Movies and Munchies. With that, we will see you next week. Take care.